back, Big Brother Chip. You're welcome to another edition of Big Brother Chip's podcast. How's everybody doing today? I'll tell you, I'm doing a lot better today than I was yesterday. I fucking started this podcast at least five or seven fucking times. Gotta be five or seven. I'm telling you, I couldn't, I just fuck, I was so fucking full of vehemence rage. I don't use the term vehement often. I, uh, I'm not even 100% sure what it means. I think it. I think it's a term... No, I was going to say... It reminds me of venom. Venomous. But I think vehement... I've only ever heard it in context. So a lot of times, if I'm not sure of a word, I just apply it to the context it was in. Um, I think it just means, like, really angry. I'm going to have to look that up. Fuck. <laughs> anyway, I was so fucking vehement... I don't know what the word means, but that's the only way I can fucking describe myself. But I, uh, I kept recording and just fucking yelling and swearing and going off on a fucking tangent so fucking angrily that I was like, you know what? This isn't even funny. This is just fucking too much. So, uh, I just kept deleting it. But, you know what? It helped me, uh, get a lot of stuff off my chest, even if I was just gonna fucking delete it. You know, sometimes you just gotta vent. Alright? And, um, but anyway, there were some fucking pearls of, uh, wisdom and, and some fucking good lines mixed in there. That's the thing, you know, sometimes in the, in the, in the blind rage, you get some, uh, you get some, uh, clever stuff too. One thing, um, uh, I was saying that I think was, uh, interesting anyway, I thought it was, I thought, I, uh, was that we all profile each other. You know, people say you shouldn't profile people. Now, I think almost the opposite. Now, you shouldn't act on it. If you're profiling someone, you shouldn't act on it. Like, you shouldn't treat someone poorly because of your assumptions about them. Based on stereotypes or based on whatever. But I think pretending that we don't fucking profile each other is absolutely fucking ridiculous. You know, because I think everyone does it. And I don't deal in absolutes. It's just how the fucking human brain works. So if I, if I look at someone... I profile them and say, this motherfucker's profiling me. But anyway, um, well, that's not a justification. Just because everyone else is doing something doesn't mean, you know, well, everyone else is doing it. Yeah. Um, my point being, unless you possess some sort of magic fucking power where you know every single fucking thing about every single fucking person without ever knowing them, then you're gonna you're gonna have to profile people. It's a survival mechanism more than anything else because you look at people and you start sizing them up, and then also the brain wants to know what the fuck is going on. The brain really wants like you know what I mean. It's it's trying to survive. It's trying to understand the world around it. So every time you fucking see anything, if you don't recognize it, like have you guys ever gone to a new place and your brain keeps telling you you're in another place, and then you're, you're like brain, what the fuck is your problem? What the fuck are you doing? Uh, what it is, though, it's just trying to familiarize. It's trying to fucking tell you... It's trying to comfort you and say, okay, this is familiar surroundings, even though it's not. Um, but anyway, with people, you, 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 you look at them, and then you start fucking sizing them up based on what you know about people that look like those fucking people. Or based on what you know about people... Yeah, like, there's all these fucking things that, that tell you, oh, this person's like this, this person's like that. And, you know, sometimes they're going to be silly as fucking racial stereotypes, but sometimes it's like stuff... Like, based on, you know, like, fucking movies or shows or whatever. Just, like, nonsense. Or, or shit that you observed in your own fucking life. Regardless, the way I look at it is, yeah, don't fucking act on it. 
can just make these assumptions in your fucking head. But what I always say, it's like the old fucking line I love uh, from Robert California where he says half of the fucking office thinks that or he thinks they're losers and the other half thinks that he, they're winners. And he's like, okay, so what if I fucking think this? I just met you. He's like, winners, prove me right. Losers, prove me wrong. So that's what I fucking say about every single fucking person. Not that it matters what I fucking think about them. But if I assume something like, like if someone's Italian, I'll assume they, maybe they're a good cook or something. You know what I mean? A lot of people, a lot of Italians aren't. You know what I mean? Um, so then I'm like, ah, shit, they proved me wrong. That's, that's sad, you know? It's like if someone's black, I assume they're good at basketball. Not, not every black person's good at basketball. I assume every white person's a bad dancer. That's not always true either. I mean, I'm white. I'm the worst fucking dancer out there. Um, anyway, you know, if someone's Chinese, I could, I assume they're the worst driver in the world. If they're not, then I'm like, good, they proved me wrong. That's, uh, that's wonderful. <laughs> that rarely happens. Anyway, it's, uh, it's like when a fucking Asian person cannot do math. It's like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? It's like this assumption you make. It's a positive uh, thing. I guess you can see that as racist. But if it's positive, it's just like, yeah, you, you prove the person right. Or, or you don't fucking let them down. You don't have any fucking reason to do other, either way. But um, anyway, the reason this came up is I had, I had like five customers yesterday. Four of which were the most annoying fucking people ever. But again, it, it was a matter of perception, I will say. Um, because I was so fucking irritable. I was so on edge. I was so angry for so many different reasons that were not the customer's fault. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just, whatever, you know what I mean? What am I going to do? Again, even though I assumed they were going to be fucking annoying or just say I profiled them as the most annoying fucking people ever, I didn't start treating them poorly. Um, even, even, like, that, that's what I mean, the difference between profiling and acting on or profiling, just having these thoughts in your head. There's nothing you can do about the fucking thoughts in your head. It's a fucking mess in there. I don't know about you guys, unless you guys are all fucking monks or some shit, and you found inner peace and your brain is just a fucking beautiful fucking plain of peaceful or peaceful meadow or some shit. If you're like me, it's a fucking mess, and you have thousands and thousands of these stupid, pointless, fucking ridiculous thoughts. Um... Anyway, yeah, didn't act on anyone. Even when four of those five people completely confirmed that they were the most annoying fucking people ever, I still didn't act on, like, like, like you know, I, I tried so hard to not treat them fucking poorly because I still don't think that. I think everyone's entitled to their fucking dignity. And um, the fact that they were irritating to me, I don't think... Um, None of it was malicious. And this is the other thing I was talking about. It's like it's a hell of a lot harder to be loved than it is to be hated. Because if they were cunts, I could treat them like cunts. They were all being very nice to me. Annoying the shit out of me. Like just, just like little kids following you around asking you stupid fucking questions. And um, like they just never existed in the world before. And you're, you're guiding them through by holding their hand. Now the thing is... I blame my own irritability, which is, I, I'm going to say 80%, I don't know where to get these fucking percents all the time, um, 80% of the problem, just an estimate, don't quote me, okay? Um, actually, you know what, do quote me, I'm giving you guys pearls of fucking wisdom, somebody better write these fucking things down and quote me. Actually, one time I went into work and there was a communication board and um, someone actually wrote down my one of my quotes is the quote of the day. Someone was doing quotes, quotes of the day. 
and it was uh there's the wrong way the right way and the wrong right way and i was like ah oh, shit i was so flattered i mean it was uh it was one of my better lines i mean i never stopped fucking talking actually i don't know i i um but anyway i was i was very uh, flattered that someone put that up on the board but also, I remember, because I was, I went from like 140 pounds to 200 within like, it was ridiculous. It was like six fucking weeks, I remember. Because um, I could not fucking believe it. I got on the fucking scale. I was like, what the fuck? But like, I just, I was like a stick figure with this huge fucking gut. Because the rest of my body had not caught up. I was like scrawny Ronnie, but then I was just eating McDonald's every single fucking day. I got hooked on the bad stuff, the junk. And I had this huge fucking gut that was like way too big for the rest of me. And then um, I remember <laughs> a couple a couple times people drew a fucking stick figure with like this big brown gut on it. And I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> Actually, it was really funny. Um, then the rest of my body filled out and, and, and it all balanced out. I, I was, anyway, um, but then actually my body kept growing and growing and growing. I kept fucking working out too much and then I had this tiny little pinhead that didn't match my body but uh you know it takes a while to balance out that's what uh that's what sucks about like your teenage years you're so fucking awkward because you're just you're not a kid anymore but you're not an adult you're just this super awkward fucking oh hello, sir oh uh, I dropped your taco uh, and you're like you know and then people try to immortalize that stage of your fucking life because for some reason that became a thing, you know, in like TVs and movies, and then and then with social media and all these fucking everyone having cameras. Before, very very few people had fucking cameras. You know, you had to like go to the fucking one hour photo. Have you guys ever seen one hour photo? Holy shit, that's probably why they canceled the industry. That was a real. I don't know. Fuck. I thought that was a phenomenal performance by uh, Robin Williams. Frankly, I think he was better at serious acting than he was at comedy. However, I've already said all this before. And it warrants saying again. I know I was saying something. I, I shifted when I said, quote me. I don't remember where I was when I started saying that. I just remember saying, Ron, don't go down this fucking rabbit hole. You're never going to get back. Anyway, so when I really learned to appreciate Robin Williams, even though I didn't, I thought a lot of what he was doing was like, lame, like, oh, hey, hey, listen, listen, hey, man, doing like these terrible voices, was when I would go out and do job interviews and I would fucking put it on so thin, not like to the point where I was like so obnoxious, but like just trying so hard to be like likable and charmed, like have a fucking answer for everything, like just like so on the ball, just so like just putting my absolute best forward, um, trying to uh, impress people to get a fucking job, and uh, to let you know when this was, I remember I had a fucking pager. And then I had an, that it went to an answering service. So I had an answering service and a pager. Um, like, you know, just instead of like a physical answering machine. Well, I don't know why I'm differentiating as if you guys would think it was an answering machine rather than a service. Everything's a service now. A service versus a physical fucking machine. It's like a database somewhere. I don't know how to fucking describe it. Whatever the norm is now. So I'd have to go to a fucking payphone if I wanted to change my answer machine. So my answer machine was always like stupid fucking nonsense. And um, so I needed a, a serious one because I was hunting for jobs all day. So when I went to go fix the fucking answer machine message, I fucked it up. Um, only I didn't save the right thing. So I was like, oh, hello, you've reached Rod, right? Um, 
fuck. And uh, that's what I saved. So, <laughs> even though I tried to re-record it, re-record it. Much like this fucking podcast, I don't know how to fucking edit. So, anyone who called me, and I'm sure there was plenty, because I, uh, I was really fucking charming that day. Um, like, for, for fucking jobs, would have got, hello, you've reached Ron Wright. Fuck! So, I, I, I should have left whatever fucking silly nonsense was on there before. Regardless, anyway, I tried, I tried, I remember that morning, I got, I got fucking somebody, like, it was a whole mess where I didn't have the job that I fucking, uh, wanted, I, I, I was, I, I left one job to go to another, and then this guy was like, oh, fuck you, I'm not paying you, I'm not, whatever, um, I gave your job to someone else, go fuck yourself, so I was like, I am not gonna rest, I'm not gonna sit down until I have a fucking job, and I just went out, and I went and applied to every single fucking place, and uh, I didn't have any internet. I had a fucking pager. What the fuck was I going to do? So I just went into every single fucking place. Every fucking construction place. Every industrial place. All these places I shouldn't even have fucked. They didn't even want me in the fucking door. Like I was very unwelcome. But I was taught by this crazy fucking biker dude. I remember because we went to places we weren't supposed to go. And he's like, Ronnie, that's what you do. He's like, you just, uh, you always walk around like you own the place. You know? It's like... <sighs> A, um, you look so out of place they can see it on your face when you're looking nervous and scared and whatever and that makes people nervous and scared if you look like you belong somewhere it's um, you know it's not so bad I don't know it was, it was a good point so anyway uh, I what was my point I ended up getting a fucking job before I, I, I before the end of the day I did get a job but um, regardless that wasn't the point of the story the point of the story is when I finally did get a job and I fucking ended up going to this bar, and uh, I just completely, like, imploded. Like, I was fucking done. I had nothing left in me. I gave every, I gave, like, 200 fucking percent of all the charm, all the charisma, all the fucking, like, energy, everything I had. I don't know how the fuck else to describe it. And I just was fucking done. Actually, it was crazy. This random bartender came out. They didn't even know me. I wasn't even in my neighborhood, really. And he came out, and he's like, are you all right, buddy? I'm like, actually, yeah, I had, like, one of the best days I've ever had. And he's like, really? You look like like I've never seen anyone so depressed. Like, you look destroyed, defeated. I'm like, oh, geez, I didn't even realize that. I'm like, I'm just so drained. I, um, I've i been just job hunting all day, just, like, really giving her. And uh, honestly, I just, I've never been so relieved. I've never tried so hard um, in one day. And... Um, I was just so goddamn determined. I, like, I don't know. Like, very, very few times have I ever been that fucking determined. Because I was like, I'm not going to rest. I'm not going to sleep. I would have gone for days and, and not rested until I had a fucking job. Like, that was, uh... I just, I can't handle unemployment. I just, I don't fucking, uh... I can do, like, a couple days off here and there. Maybe a day off, day off here or there. But to just not be employed, it just doesn't work for me. I, I can't. No, I don't accept it. Especially not living in Toronto. I'm sorry if you're unemployed in Toronto. You're fucked. People come from all over the world to fucking work there. Live there. Yeah, yeah. The work does it suck a lot of times. Yeah. People fucking drive hours a fucking day, every day, so they don't have to live there, but can fucking go in there for work. And people are living there like, I can't get a job. Well, I mean, it is very competitive, but I find. Um, 
I mean, and I, I've been applying for jobs my whole life, so I'm not to say both sides of this. It, I get fucking rejected and turned down constantly. Constantly. It fucking sucks, but it is what it is. You get used to it. And um, like I always say, sometimes people like you, sometimes people don't. You like you. There's a million fucking factors of why people don't hire you. Um, I had a company. I couldn't fucking hire everyone I wanted to fucking hire. I certainly didn't, couldn't afford to take chances on fucking dickheads. Like, look at any fucking, most of the jobs you've been at. Who are you mostly surrounded by? Useless fucking dickheads. You know what I mean? So, you can see what would happen if you just fucking hire anybody. So, you gotta, you, I don't want you to side with the employers. Employers are mostly dickheads. Um, but as a, as, a, as a former employer, it's very, very fucking hard to take a chance on anyone. So, you hire your fucking... Um, your buddy's nephew or son or, or some spoiled little shit that's never worked a day in his life. <laughs> Those are the ones that usually get like the best fucking union jobs ever. Now, the thing is, it is what it is. Those guys are going to be fucking spoiled silver spoon up the ass cunts their whole fucking line. Now, people will use that and get a negative association with unions. I'm telling you, that's exactly what the companies fucking want and they will rape you up the ass and fucking ruin the entire world and that's not an exaggeration or a fucking dramatic statement like the like a lot of union guys are cunts i used to have this view too and it's it's not inaccurate a lot of them are cunts well again going back to what i was saying before you profile people and then you hope to prove them wrong i used to think every single union guy was a silver spoon up the ass spoiled fucking cunt a guy who made like three times the amount i made had all the benefits all the safety all the shit we all dream about because I was on the fucking sub 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 contractor fucking level with the fucking, you know, mostly ex-convicts, ex-convicts, immigrants, and ex-convict immigrants, illegal immigrants, and um, me for some fucking reason, the token fucking white guy. Now, when you're a sub 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 contractor, you're sub sub subhuman. You don't, you're all this fucking safety, all this fucking shit, all that, all the all the things in, in place to protect you, they don't exist. Like, your safety doesn't fucking matter. Nothing matters. Um, you, you just have to do all this fucking shit work. And you don't get paid a lot. You, there's no fucking minimum wage. Um, it's it's a fucked up world. Like, you can make less... You can make negative fucking money. And risk your life every single fucking day. Doing work that you're supposed to, like... Supposed to? Sounds like someone's got a case of the Spostas. <laughs> I saw that last night on The Simpsons. It's one of my favorite lines of all time. I use it a lot. When they moved to that fucked up uh, town or whatever. Anyway, um, regardless, I would always assume that everyone was a fucking cunt. And then when they proved me wrong, I was so happy. And I used to tell guys all the time, like, every, every time I work with someone new, I'd be like, wow, I'm so surprised you're not fucked in the head. Like, I'm telling you, and I, I think you should have the same thought about me. I assume everyone's fucked in the head, because most people are. And then, uh, I'm so fucking delighted that they're not. Or, union guys, for example, if they're not total lazy fucking rat cunts just whiny little fucking spoiled bitches that just fucking have no actual work to do so they're just fucking rats anyway i'm like if they're not that i'm so fucking delighted most of them are not that um regardless even if every single one of them were and oh yeah and i'm so delighted when they prove me that otherwise and i even tell them that um but anyway even if every single one of them were as soon as those unions get fucking busted up it gets so much fucking worse for non-union guys like, those things are in place for a fucking reason. Like, companies and corporations and shit, 
organizations will rape you up the fucking ass as hard as possible, you know. Even religion in ancient time had to make rules about fucking beating your slaves to death and raping and fucking murder and all that shit because it was so fucking rampant. A lot of people still fucking rule their lives by those fucking rules. So, there's that. <laughs> anyway, um, now, I'm, that, that's talking about actual literal murder and rape, but, like, fucking companies will, like, pay you fucking nothing, or, like, less than fucking nothing, or as little as fucking possible, or fucking work you to death. Like, they don't give a shit if you live or fucking die. Actually, a lot of times they're happy when you fucking die and they, and they don't have to fucking give you any sort of pension or fucking payout or whatever. As long as it's like, I don't know, it's, it's so fucked up. But anyway, like I say, profile people all you fucking want. You don't really act on it, but then it's so wonderful when they prove you wrong. So like I was saying yesterday, to summarize, trying to anyway, was four of the five people annoyed the fucking shit out of me. And I could go on and on and on. But it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it is what it is. Um, and then the, there was one person that just completely didn't. They just let us work. She was like, I was like, oh my God, she's going to be so fucking annoying. And, you know, profiling her, looking at her like, oh God, oh God. But no, she was the fucking least annoying person ever. She just let us do our job easy peasy. I, I, I honestly wanted to keep on working. I wanted to like start talking to her. And then I become the fucking irritating person. I become the, like I would say, there's the irritation factor we gauge people on between one and ten. And it's just like, then I become the factor. Because I, I feel like, I feel like I, everyone needs a little bit of fucking banter. Like, they need something from you, know? Or at least they need you to listen to them. But some people don't. Some people are, like, fully functioning humans that can, like, busy themselves or find stuff for themselves to do. They don't just latch on to you and fucking, like... I, I, I try to tell people, I mean, in the moment, like, if you guys heard me yesterday, you'd be like, holy fuck, because I was just flipping the fuck out. I was so fucking agitated and angry. In the moment, it's extremely hard to remember this, but one thing I remind people, or I try to, or remind myself, moreover, more, more so, is um, if people are, like, desperately trying to follow you around and do whatever you're doing, being a part of what you're doing, it's because you're making whatever the fuck you're doing seem great. Like, you seem like you really know what you're doing, and you got things going on. Like, we all do this. We, we all we all are on both sides of this. Like, sometimes when I get really fucking tired and I just can't even fucking think, I'll, like, just... I'll just be, like, standing next to someone that doesn't even know what they're doing and just doing whatever they're doing. Like, completely absent-minded. I'm, like, asleep following people like ducklings because that's what we do as humans. So, you gotta, you gotta look at it in a flattering way. It's annoying as shit, but... It's like little kids do this, but little kids are figuring out how to be people for the first time fucking middle-aged 60 70 year old people doing this it's like holy fuck I, why am I fucking babysitting you but anyway the 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 point of this was was the one out of five people yesterday that were uh, that were completely unannoying just reminded me that no it's not just me those four those four out of five people were so fucking annoying because if I were just irritated by everyone, then this fourth, this uh, fifth person would have irritated the shit of me as well. But that person, not only did I take a lot of time and energy to, to fucking, because usually we just we just focus on the negative. We just focus on the most irritating, annoying fucking people. And a lot of people enjoy that. It's like you listen to Bill Burr. The guy's got millions of fans that adore him and love him. But he'll focus on the most annoying fucking people that like shit on him or hate on him or whatever because he thrives on that fucking negativity. 
He loves the trolls. He loves the, ah, fucking cancel culture. It's like, you're not even getting canceled. You're as famous as ever. Like, you're just, you just, you like to do, to to play the martyr card. We all do, in in one way, shape, or form. Sometimes you just want to be the victim. You just want to be in a situation where you're angry, and it's righteous anger. Everyone else is stupid but us, or me, or, or you, or, you know, you know what I mean. That's uh, that's mostly what we're talking about. But anyway, um, so yeah, that's why I like to focus on that fucking person that um, that was not annoying, that was awesome. The only thing is, though, is that person, every time I say this, that person reminds me that those other five people could have fucking just left me the fuck alone. It was that easy. Look how easy it was for that person just to leave me the fuck alone. Like, honestly, my job, I wouldn't even, I, I didn't even want to take a paycheck. I, I, I mean, I don't really equate fucking quality with money. I, I would do my fucking job even if I didn't need money. I could have $10 million. I'd still probably work every single fucking day. And not to, to extract wealth from other fucking people, but just because I like to do stuff. I like to work. I like to, um, but anyway, what I would, what I would, a lot of times I, I would enjoy is the contactless delivery. Now, not only did nine out of ten times did people not follow any of the fucking guidelines because people are fucking stupid as shit, but it was more than that. It wasn't just uh, not following rules. It was people were so fucking desperate for human contact that they were jamming themselves, like pressing their bodies up against us, desperately nervous. Like, oh my god, oh my god, like, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Talk like they, you know what I mean. They have had no human contact. So when we were out over there working in their house. They were so far up our ass trying so hard desperately to just have someone pay attention to them, to talk to a fucking other human being. And um, I, I, I don't know. The thing is, I was never anti-vax, anti-fucking mask, like, oh, the virus isn't real. I was very much believing the virus was real. I was anti-masker because I was very pro-virus. I was going through a patch where I was just like, I want more people to fucking die and, like, die horribly. But, um... <laughs> No, I, I don't know, but I understand, like, people are desperate for human contact. So as much as, like, the few times we did actually just get to do our job without any hin- human intervention, without any interference or fucking constantly being fucking impeded, it was, like, heaven. It was better than a vacation because we realized just how easy the physical attrib- aspects of our fucking job is. And that usually is. It's people that needlessly making it a fucking nightmare. But... You'll talk to a lot of people that don't work in residential. They miss it so much. They miss the human interaction interaction so much for the same reason I was just describing about these people because they don't get it. So I try to force myself to find one thing about every single person that I can learn and one thing about every single person that's interesting. And sometimes it's fucking hard, but I've learned so much of the world of just getting to like, meet people every single fucking day. So I, I try to look at that as a resource and not a hindrance. Some days it's hard. Some days it's fucking uh, not as hard. But anyway, I, I implore you to do the same. Uh, I got to get into this fucking dentist here. Uh, I love you all anyway. Thank you for listening to me on the seventh fucking take. And you guys thank me, you're welcome, for saving you from those first fucking spaz out, angry, fucking maniacal uh, tirades that I uh, did before I finally recorded this. This is like take seven. Anyway, I love you all. Be well. All right, what's going on? Welcome back, Big Rod the Champ here. How's everybody doing? The topic of discussion 
right now. Um, I was just talking about comfort food. And um, the thing is, is there are objective things that are like, you know, like certain like combinations of fat, sugar, and fucking whatever are comforting. Now there's a, wait, did I say objective? I meant objective. Anyway, then there's the subjective ones that are just personal to you, that you've associated this fucking particular taste. Acquired tastes are one of those things, you know, where you you have this strong fucking association, you know what I mean, that's just uh, unique to you. Maybe it's unique to your family, you know. Um, But anyway, you, you form these fucking strong everlasting bonds for whatever fucking reason. And then uh, food comforts you, but it's a fucking uh, again. I gotta, I gotta always. There, there's something very, very special in that. Unfortunately, like food should not be this fucking horrible vice that we overcome. It should be fucking nourishment. It should be a wonderful fucking thing. Unfortunately, it's become something fucking different. Well, you got like junk food, which for a lot of us has just become the fucking norm because that's just like what's uh, available or whatever and. Um, also, you get addicted to this shit, you know, just like drinking every day or smoking every day, eating junk food every day can just be a part of your fucking life. And, uh, at least with the drinking and the smoking, especially, or doing any sort of drugs that are not approved by the government or the church or whatever, um, at least you'll be shamed and people will stand up there on their fucking high horses and try to make you feel bad. And that might be an incentive to fucking quit. Um, but with junk food, you can fucking pound that shit down all day, every day. And not only can no one give you a hard time, but if they do, then you can be like, wah, wah, you're fed shaming me, wah. Now, I always speak out of both sides of my mouth. I always look at both sides. That's half of it. The other half is, though, if you're fat shaming people, okay, yeah, you might guise it or there might even be some genuine concern that you might have for people's health. But in general... Do you really, do you think it's more about caring about that person's fucking health and wanting to do better? Or just like you fucking uh, are dealing with your own self-loathing and you're fucking shitting all over someone trying to make them feel bad about themselves. That's a whole nother fucking matter. And that's not just with fat shaming. That's with trying to fucking make smokers feel bad about themselves or drug addicts or whatever. If you're sitting there judging people and trying to make make them feel like shit, you got to ask yourself, why? Why the fuck am I doing this? Do I really want what's best for this person? Um, or is it more that I'm just a fucking piece of shit who likes making people feel bad because somehow I think that's going to make me feel better by comparison? We all do this. We all do this. And it doesn't have to be one or the other. It can be a combination. You just have to say, you know, well, you don't have to do shit, but I would like for myself and others is that we, we just take a moment and say, hey, what the fuck, you know? Why am I, why do I need this person to feel like shit for me to feel better? You know? Like, there's a fucking dog right there. He's fat as fuck. You know what I mean? Do I need to tell him that? Do I need to tell his owner that? Is that going to make me feel better? I don't even know. I, honestly, I'm trying to be rhetorical. I don't even know the questions of these answers. Um... Did I say that in reverse? Oh, fuck. Anyway, moving on. Now, like, you know, some, like, for example, actually, before I move on, before I move on, we started here at comfort food. Now, do you find comfort in food, or do you find comfort in shaming others? There you go. That's the fucking tagline here. Because <laughs> either way, you're a fucking piece of shit. Um... <laughs> You're either a fat piece of shit or a skinny piece of shit. I don't give a fuck. 
alright, we're all pieces of fucking shit, this is a different version of uh, judge not lest ye be judged, or he, let he who is innocent cast the first stone, so like if you have absolutely nothing wrong with you, then yeah, absolutely, start trying to make people feel bad about themselves, that's, uh, that's some fucking cherry picking you can do from the fucking uh, Bible, and you can pick as many fucking cherries as you want, they're good for you, okay, so uh, there you go. Oh, I fucking love that BoJack Horseman. Uh, I love that whole show. It got really fucking political and lame as fuck at the, near the end there. But I don't give a shit. I hung on right to the bitter end. And, uh, you know what? Whatever, man. It's, uh, it is what it is. I don't want to, uh... I don't want to keep getting so fucking political. Right now I'm just talking about comforting food and, uh... Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, then cherries. I was talking about cherries. I love cherries. I think I've developed an allergy to them, but what are you going to do, man? That's uh, Life is cruel, you know? Even the things you love can end up hurting you. There's a fucking metaphor. Look, I find some fucking wisdom everywhere, don't I? Oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> fucking Bojack Horseman when uh, there's, like, the dragonfly or whatever that lives across from his cottage. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, will you fix that fuck? I can't hear the guy's voice anymore. I can't even hear it. But he's like, will you fix that fucking door? And he's like, what? What is your fucking problem? And he's like, that fucking house is a giant shit sandwich. And that door is a fucking cherry on top. And he's like, what kind of fucking, or no, he's like, what kind of, what kind of sandwich has a cherry on top? And he's like, a fucking shitty one. Stop trying to fix my metaphor and fix that fucking door. <laughs> It's just such a perfect back and forth. It's so much better when I can get the fucking voices right, but I can't even hear them anymore. Um, I guess that's a good thing when the voices in your head start going. I don't know. I think they did a really phenomenal job on that show. Um, because I feel like a fucking fourth grader doing a fucking book report here. Because I like that show because it has a good colors on the... Uh, the characters are great. Uh, <laughs> the anyway, I I just love it because they go dark with it, but they also go like really fucking stupid. They have like the animation is fucking hilarious because there's all these like humans and then like human animal hybrids, like some Richard Scary style shit. And um, I don't know, it's fucking absurd. It's like to, to explain to someone that doesn't watch the show is hard to explain. You know why it's so fucking funny. Um, Anyway, I can't remember what I was uh, trying to explain. I, I love the fucking voice acting. There's a couple, there's a few on there. Just, I don't know, it's a great fucking show. And, uh, you know what, but uh, yeah, a lot of it is just like you can see like these fucking different political agendas involved. But you know what, who the fuck am I? I, I push my fucking political agendas. I don't even have political agendas. I'm pushing them all the fucking time because I'm paid off by uh, the Illuminati very very small increments. Like, I'm not making a big fucking difference. Like, I only have, like, you know, less than a hundred fucking, uh, fans left. But if I could just reach one, I get, uh, I get about, what, 60 cents a month? You know what? That doesn't sound like a lot, because it's not a lot, alright? So, fuck. I'm not that big of an influencer. What do you want? Alright, guys? But I am subtly trying to control your mind and ruin the fucking planet for the benefit of, uh, I don't know, just the, the overly, uh, the elite, the overly wealthy, it doesn't matter, at the end of the, at the end of the day, or at the end of your life, or whatever, where you've just conquered everything there is to conquer, I always use as an example Alexander the Great, um, 
I mean, there's so many examples of this, but like he ended his days, he conquered all the known world. Like, you know, it'd be like someone conquering Earth and every other fucking place you know of around you because, you know, you didn't know about everything back then, okay? So fuck off. It's easy to look back and say, well, well, there was lots of other places in the world. Well, he was like in his fucking 20s. What the fuck did you do in your 20s? I'll, I'll tell you what I did. I fucking drank and jerked off and fucking worked bullshit jobs and fucking, you know. Now I fucking jerk off and I, I fucking drink uh, not as much and uh, I, I work bullshit jobs. Now, anyway, this guy conquered the fucking known goddamn universe for, all, you know, fucking... Um, but he ended his days just fucking losing his goddamn mind because he ran out of shit to do. There was nothing left to do. So he just wandered around fucking piss-wasted and fucking just went absolutely batshit fucking crazy. So let that be a lesson. You never run out of fucking things to do. Even if your fucking goals are to conquer the fucking entire world, make sure you leave something beyond that. Especially if you're going to do that at the age of like 20-something fucking years old. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Come on. Come on. Well, he's another example entirely. What was my fucking point about any of this? Fuck. I don't fucking know where I started down this fucking rabbit hole. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, anyway. So, oh, yeah, secret societies and the elites and shit. They run out of shit to do. They get no... You can get... Like, once you get that fucking high up, there's no more thrills left in life. There's nothing else you can do. You traveled the world. You did everything there was to do. And, you know what I mean? That's that's how, that's why they end up, like, fucking killing people and raping children and shit. You know? But anyway... That's uh, that's why you got to have a fucking vacuum where no no one can fucking reach absolute fucking power. Not just for the benefit of every single living fucking person. Um, I don't. You know what? I don't like that. I don't like that expression. Every living person. What about the dead? The dead need to be honored just as much as the fucking living. You know, like Alexander the Great here. We're breathing life back into his legacy and being inspired continuously for thousands of years, just as they will. For fucking Big Ron the Champ. Big Ron the Great. <laughs> They're going to be like, man, this guy fucking really, uh, really set the fucking bar back then, you know, for being an average Joe Schmo. He really fucking owned it. Um, anyway. Fucking. Anyway. Um, I, I, I fucking don't, I, I don't know where the fuck I was going with any of this shit. Um, with the whole fucking elitist or anybody who's like that fucking famous or rich or not not so much famous but powerful like actual real power and usually actually people think rich uh fortune fame and, and power all go together the fame almost um is is it's one form of power but it actually leads to most people's demise and the thing is once you become an ultimate me egomaniac you could fucking stay in power forever if you could just stay the fuck in the shadows and stay the fuck out of the, um, out of the spotlight, which um, very rarely fucking occurs, you know, the thing is, how the fuck would you know if it didn't, uh, but so many of the guys that do fall down or, or, or get fucking toppled is that they fucking, uh, come into the, you know, they, they're just so proud of what they've done, and I'm telling you, there's not one, I don't deal in absolutes, there's no fucking rich person mega wealthy person that got there being fucking honest and fucking being a good person. It never fucking happened. These are sociopathic people that believe they're fucking exponentially greater to society and so by extension their families or loved ones to, to extract that much wealth 
from everyone else and keep it for yourself and, and, and decide to, to be that much of an egomaniac, you'd have to be a fucking sociopath. I don't give a fuck what anyone fucking says. And you know who's going to tell you that? There's two people that are going to tell two types of people that two fucking people that are going to tell you that is these fucking people, which obviously they have a bit of a fucking bias because they're telling you that they're good people. Well, fuck anyone, especially a piece of shit is going to tell you they're a good fucking person. And then there's the bootlickers that imagine themselves fucking moving up the ladder to that fucking, uh, you know, if they suck enough cock and fucking grovel enough, they will, will eventually get fucking bumped up. Now you can trust either of those people or you can be either of those people. Um, don't let me fucking judge you. I got to get to fucking work here, guys. I love you. Thank you for listening. All right, I'm back. I don't know if you guys can hear me because I got up this fucking thing on the charger here. Um, I don't know if you guys are like me. I'm an obsessive compulsive charger. My fucking phone's a little bit fucked up, so uh, I got to charge it a lot. Um, yeah, a lot of people don't understand what obsessive compulsive is. And I'll tell you, I don't really understand it either. It's like it's like the true meaning of irony. Nobody fucking knows, really, anymore what it means. However, a lot of t- people get confused. And I'll give you my rundown, seeing as I have no fucking clear idea myself. But as a guy who's suffered from type A, um, like, type being type A as in, like, just having to be really neat and organized, people associate that often with obsessive-compulsive. Now, they do often go hand-in-hand, but obsessive-compulsive, just listen to the two fucking words, break it down. That means you obsess and you're compulsive. That means you actually have to do things. That means, that's like all those insane fucking things like locking the door 17 times or stepping on all the cracks of the sidewalk or doing all these fucking insane things. Um, Anyway... As a guy, I don't, I don't know how to get better necessarily, because it wasn't just overnight that it developed, and it wasn't just overnight that it vanished. I just know at one point I was fucking insane, more so than usual, with this particular fucking disorder, and then eventually it went away. So if I could break it down for you guys, because it's what I like to do, on a personal level. Um, I couldn't cope with reality. I could not deal with the fucking world I was living in. So I feel like I didn't understand at the time, but looking back and analyzing, I was also very religious, if you can believe it. You know, and not just like the usual religion that's like crammed down your throat when you're uh, a child, like like when you're against your will, when your brain isn't even developed. I'm talking about like the religious... The religions people pick up because they cannot deal with fucking reality. And that's why they prey on people in the fucking, uh, pun intended. Um, that's why they prey on people that are in the, in the hospitals, in the fucking prison system, in the addiction, uh, places, you know, in, in like rehab and shit. That's when they try to convert you because you're at your lowest. You're desperate. You'll believe anything if someone will tell you, you know what, you do... There's some fucking, uh, we offer you redemption, but you gotta fucking eat all this shit and follow all these fucking rules. And you're like, absolutely. I'm fucking desperate. Um, so anyway, I too was in that state. And I was fucking desperate. I had to believe some fucking shit. And then another another part of that was these fucking insane things. Like, again, yeah, believing that this shit needed to be done. Even on an unconscious level. I'm not sure what I thought was gonna happen. If I didn't do all this shit, it's completely irrational. But 
it's some weird fucking coping mechanism. It's your brain is so fucking bizarre. The things it'll do to try to fucking um, well, it's like you're trying to create order in a universe that you cannot fucking control. There's so many things out of your control, so you start trying to fucking control things by like doing this or doing that, or a lot of times refusing to do this or that. Like that's where um, addictions come from. That's where like you know, or, or somebody's like fucking refusing to fuck medicine or refusing, you know, fucking health or refusing all kinds of fucking shit. It's a, it's a way to retain power or reobtain power in your fucking life that you're, you know. So anyway, it's easy to fucking sit here and fucking judge. That's what I do. That's why, that's why I do it. It's easy. I'm sitting here. I'm judging. You thought I was going to say like, probably shouldn't do that, but fuck that, what the fuck's the point of being, that's what separates us from the animals, or so you'd believe, you can't fucking tell me, you look at a dog or a cat, and that motherfucker's not judging, especially cats, fucking assholes, they're just all fucking judgment, all day, anyway, um, so that's, that's kind of what makes us special, it's kind of what separates us from the lesser animals, and, uh, Actual bo- actually bonds us with our fucking faves, you know, the cats, the dogs, the fucking, the birds, fuck. You don't think the birds are looking down on us, not just fucking physically, but metaphorically, literally, if you will. I loathe to use the fucking term, um, but that's an, that's where you're differentiating between a fucking metaphor or figuratively and a fucking, uh, metaphorically, figuratively, and literally. That's, uh, that's when the term is actually fucking warranted, but now the term's been fucking destroyed by people literally using it, like, all the literal time, like, literally, like, oh my god, just to add emphasis to some extremely stupid fucking bullshit that literally means nothing, <sighs> and, uh, <laughs> I can't, I can't, it really bothers me, but that's my own fucking thing. Am I obsessive compulsive? Sure. Maybe a little bit still in there. Maybe I literally still am. Maybe I, I figuratively still am. Regardless, uh, just wanted to do that little public service announcement. Not to actually. Oh wait, now I'm gonna flip flop. Don't don't judge others for uh, judging others. There's a paradox right there. Now, you know what I mean. Like you're always we're always telling each other, hey, don't judge this person. You know, it's like uh, what, what's that quote? It's like don't don't. Um, don't judge a marine until you've walked a mile in his shoes. That way you'll be a mile away and he'll be barefoot. It's something like that. It's, uh, see, it starts out sounding like intelligent and it's just, I mean, it is, it's, it's a funny, clever line. I can't remember. I got that from fucking Sean Bean. I credit him for all world's history's greatest quotes because civilization, he's the one who reads them. And if you're going to shoot the messenger, you must always shoot the messenger some love and respect. Who the fuck doesn't love Sean Bean? Come on. I don't know. Even in, uh, what's that fucking one with Nicolas Cage? When he was a bad guy, still, he still, I still liked him. Actually, I didn't like Lord of the Rings when I first watched it. Now, let me be clear. And I think he was a bad guy in that. Or, like, he was a good guy that went bad or something. I don't know. See, the thing is, I didn't watch those things willingly, and I was not really into them. It's just my mom would put them on all the time, and she'd say, hey, let's go to the movies and watch this, this crapola. And I wasn't into it. See, I was I was being forced to enjoy this, or not enjoy. No one can force you to enjoy anything. I mean, but somebody, some people will. That is a level of fucking twisted. When you're like forcing or trying to force someone to enjoy something that you enjoy, or vice versa, 
you don't want them to enjoy something that you don't enjoy or the other one is when people give me a hard time about my facial expression or anyone gives anyone a hard time about their facial expressions like you to the point where it's like it's bad enough you need to control every single thing a person says or does but you're to the point where you're reading their fucking minds gauging what you think their emotion is based on their face and a lot of times the face is honest and then you're fucking giving them a hard time about that like for fuck's sakes like you can't even let people have the thoughts in their fucking heads you can't let people have their fucking feelings i mean as a person my like personally i don't even fucking look at anybody i very rarely look at anybody's faces i don't know i don't know what the fuck that is I've had a lot of doctors point that out, and I'm not really sure why that is with me. I have a few theories. All I can do is theorize. Um, so I don't give a living fucking shit about what your face is doing. I'm listening to your fucking words, whether I like it or not, and I'm going to judge everyone on what they're fucking saying to me. I mean, most of my communication is done like over a fucking voicemail, voice messages, or telephone, or um, whatever. You know, so or, or written, which is even more fucking disconnected because it's just words. But for everything you lose, one thing that's good is um, you're judging people completely on just the words they're saying, or you know what I mean, rather than just judging them by how they look. Like I said before about profiling, um, I like to not profile anyone. I like to judge them completely on what they're fucking saying. To me. Sometimes I don't even know. Some black, white, fucking big, small, old, young, fucking white. Um, I say white twice? Oh my god, it's so racist. Um, male, female, or whatever, any of the new ones, whatever. I don't even give a shit because it doesn't fucking matter. Like, one of my favorite uh, stories that I was telling my buddy is just like, if I became any closer with this person, I'd learn their gender. But the one thing I love is I met this person and I didn't know if it was a, a boy, a girl, or somewhere in between, or whatever. Um, I don't say that to be disrespectful, I just don't give a fuck. Um, either way, whether, uh, whether you get upset because I'm offending someone or whether you get uh, upset because I'm trying not to offend someone, both camps are upset right now, so that's even Steven. Fuck, man. Um, anyway, this person, I was like, wow, wow, this, uh, this dude's really cool. And then I was like, wow, wait, no, that's a chick. And I was like, wow, this chick can do, like, all kinds of dude stuff, like make fires and chop wood. Like, I can't even do that shit, I'm a dude. And, uh, I'm having all this fucking dialogue... Uh, dialect, dialect, yes, uh, dialogue in my head because I'm, I'm, I'm speaking two different fucking things, so that makes it a dialogue inside my head, there's two different voices going, and then I realize, I'm like, it doesn't matter if this is a guy or a girl, I'm like, this person is really fucking cool, now the thing is, all I'm saying is, like, again, this goes back to the profiling, I'm saying this person's even cooler, um, if their gender would, it would imply that they would be bad at the stuff they're good at, you know? Um, I don't know, fuck. So, but anyway, any anytime I, I, I tell my buddy that story, he, he's just about to tell me, like, maybe, I or at least I think, I'm like, don't tell me that person's gender, because I love how it doesn't fucking matter. It really, and it doesn't. It fucking absolutely doesn't. Um, so anyway. Now, once you get to the, the fucking left extreme where you're, you're, you know, you're like fucking drugging children and you're doing all this crazy shit, like the extreme extreme, um, it gets fucked up. But the whole, like, the, the whole right side where it's just like, this is the way I understand the world, anything slightly different, and fuck. Like, 
okay but that only works for like very certain people and that only works until you get until you stop imagining that you're indefinitely in the fucking group of protected fucking people eventually you won't be because that that group of people keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller until there's nobody left there's just a few fucking scotsmen the last true scotsman still fucking standing and you're like why 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 am I sitting here? This is how elitist form. Why am I sitting in the Scottish right with the last few Scotchmen, Scotsmen, these fucking, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I've got like the three of the fucking lamest people left on earth that were, you know, no longer in these groups of people that I decided I hated or didn't want to be a part of or didn't want uh, them to have any rights. I wanted me to have them all. And I don't know. I mean, both extremes are fucked. But um, what are you going to do? I mean, to, to imagine that there's only fucking two groups of people in the world and you just have to flip a coin and pick one. Or, uh, you know what I mean? Like, do you switch every single time on each fucking issue? Or do you have to fucking compromise constantly because you picked a fucking side and now you have to fucking commit and you've only get one or two sides. So it's like, no matter what this fucking side decides... I have to fucking commit because I'm, I'm in here. I'm in it to win it and I can't fucking change. It's so fucking completely goddamn broken. And like a, with a guy with a fucking broken brain like mine, if I can sit here on my fucking high horse and judge something, it's fucked. You can take that to the fucking bank, okay? It's fucked. Anyway, I, uh, I digress. Anyway, once you break down the imaginary walls that we, we build up around ourselves, again, trying to create order where there isn't any, or trying to make imaginary order where we can't see real order, there is much, much fucking order in the universe that we don't see, you know? There's so much fucking balancing trying to go on constantly, constantly. Now, that being said, I don't, I can't stand the fucking, like, to just sit there and fucking say that nature's going to balance itself out because you believe in some sort of gods or spirits or karma or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I feel like a lot of people don't even fucking bother because of that. Now, having said that, I have also been said, uh, I've been said, I've been said to, I've been told um, to let go of my fucking anger and frustration and like vengeance because eventually bad shit will happen to that person that, uh, that wronged me or whoever. Uh, and then, and then you get examples that where it does bounce out, out, and it's just like, well, I fucking, I want to. Well, it's a, it's a matter of whether you want to take vengeance yourself because it's satisfying, or whether, you know, you don't believe that it'll actually happen. Now, the thing is, is uh, I don't like passing the buck, but also I see I'm always looking at both sides here. But the other side is, is to live in fucking anger, to live in frustration, to live with hate. It's. Um, you're, you're just punishing yourself. I can't remember the exact quote, but Nelson Mandela said something like, uh, hating someone is like eating poison and expecting that person to die from the poison that you're eating. Something along those lines, right? Anyway, guys, I, I, uh, I might sign off for real this time. I'm going on half an hour, but uh, i got to jump out of the truck. So I'll either sign off now, and if I start talking later, it'll probably have nothing to do with whatever I might have been talking before. Anyway, I feel like you guys know this already, so uh, fuck off. Anyway, also, I love you guys. I might be back, I might not. Who fucking knows at this point? Not me. Certainly not me.
What's going on, everybody? Welcome back, Big Brother Chip. Here, here I am, just as promised. Anyway, what's uh, what's going on with everybody? How are we all doing? Ooh, uh, I'm having a nice fucking day today. Today's my fucking uh, today's uh, Wednesday. So uh, Wednesday is a very special day in our calendar. In our uh, well, you know, all the days of the week are named after gads. Uh, Wednesday's named after Odin. I don't know. Odin became Woden, which became Wednesday. Etymology is uh, is an animal of itself, the way it evolves. Um, however, uh, so, as well are um, you know, like fucking culture and fucking religion and mythology and all that shit. As much as I shit all over it, I also find it fascinating. So uh, anyway, Odin's Day is uh, my my uh, partner takes today off. I don't. I don't. Even if I were religious, I don't believe. I never. I always like. I prefer to work Sundays because if I did believe in any sort of god or gods, I think that working is a is is, is a better way to honor um, any. You know what I mean? Whether you're honoring the universe, the fucking nature, mother nature itself, you know, fucking some sort of gods or religion or your family. I don't know. I, I really, I really love to work. I, I do value time with the family. You know, a lot of people, you know, Sundays like family time. I get that. That's wonderful. But uh, I just feel better about myself and, and what I'm doing if I'm working. So take that or fucking leave it. I don't know, I used to work every fucking Sunday, and I like to work so that other people could fucking be with their families, and I'll be with my family when I can, um, I don't know, you know, it always felt good to me, well, I actually used to get a premium as well on Sunday, uh, originally, you'd get double time for Sunday, because nobody works Sunday, it was actually against the law to, uh, be open Sunday or to make anybody work on Sunday, um, now, obviously, laws have been changed to fucking compete with, uh, to keep up and compete with modern times, as well, um, religions also um, they do evolve over time as much as they're uh, against evolution and against improvement or uh, they're against uh, you know it's the opposite of science because it fucking because uh, science is constantly improving science is not based on uh, anybody's fucking mood or, or controlling people or it's like these are just fucking things you discover they either exist or they don't and they exist in, in one pers perspective until we improve and, and find out further. Now, when it comes to fucking politics, politics should improve in the same way. Often they don't. But a lot of people, they uh, they would like things to stay the same because that's what they're used to. Now, everybody, not just some people, but everybody engages this in one form or another. You get used to things a certain way and then you don't want to fucking change now, often change can mean fucking making things worse. But um, one thing, change like without change, nothing could ever get better. That's for sure. And uh, so that's uh, uh you know I, I I summarized this before with that Sun Tzu quote: um, invincibility lies in the defense. Okay, so that's not changing anything, keeping everything the same, defending it just the way it is. You keep yourself fucking safe. This applies to all aspects of your fucking life. There's a thousand-year-old fucking wisdom. And I don't even give a shit if I'm misquoting it because I understand the sentiment more than uh, more than anybody. No, <laughs> I don't deal in absolutes, and I certainly wouldn't make such a silly claim. Um, 
without just without hyperbole or uh, being dramatic, obviously you have to do that sometimes. You have to. You have to. There's an absolute right there. Um, so anyway, I can't even get through a fucking quote. My brain is just racing, and racing doesn't always mean functioning well. It just means functioning quickly, or um, like that meme that's like. Hey, it says here you're really quick at math. And it's like, what's fucking 87.3 cubed? And it's like 22.5. It's like, that's wrong, but it was quick. That was the that was a joke right there. Felt like it took a long time to get there, ironically. Oh, don't even get me started on irony. Don't get me started on fucking irony. Regardless, where were we? Oh, yeah. Invincibility lies in the defense. And now I don't even got the fucking quote. I, I was just going to say, I don't give a fuck about misquoting as long as I get the fucking sentiment properly. Um, properly fucking communicated here. Victory lies only in the attack. That's not the exact quote, but that's the sentiment. Alright? That's something you got to live in every aspect of your fucking life. That applies to everything. In, invincibility to... Yeah, invincibility lies in the defense, and the, but the prospect of fucking victory lies only in the attack. That's not the exact quote, but okay, you guys fucking get it, all right? You probably got it fucking three, three to twelve sentences ago. Um, so you know, it just means like you know, you gotta leave your comfort zone. You gotta fucking change things. You gotta switch things up, and uh, you know, it's like that song "Change" by uh, Shannon Hoon, Blind Melon. Uh, fuck, there's a good quote from that. I, I, I can't even imagine fucking forgetting the words of this fucking song. It's, uh, we all can't stay here forever. Now, he didn't just say that. He fucking died shortly after, so he, uh, really illustrated that fucking point. One of the, one of the best fucking, one of my favorite, uh, lyricists and, uh, and vocalists of all time, in my, in my humble fucking opinion. But objectively, there was a quality there that was undeniable, as well as subjectively, I absolutely love the fucking guy. Because that was one of the bands I just fucking grew up with. Um, anyway, uh, what did he say? We can't all stay here forever, so we'll uh, write our words on the face of today. So, that goes back to uh, what I was saying earlier, what, you know, the greatest quote of all time is, everything is temporary. Just do your best to fucking... Um, well, just be the best version of you. Do the best you can with what, you know, what you have. And, um, you know, and then you don't, obviously you're going to fucking die, depending on what you believe. Uh, you can accept that or not, but you're going to fucking die. That is a constant. That's an absolute fact. However, where, where we do fucking uh, find some wiggle room there um, is that you make such a fucking impression, that shit will carry on and on and on, right? Like, like I said, you know, I'm quoting, or I'm, I'm talking about uh, Alexander the Great, I'm talking about Sun Tzu, I'm talking about these guys from, you know, a couple thousand fucking years ago. Don't fucking quote me the exact fucking year right now, because I'm, uh, I'm not, I can't, but you, you, you understand what I mean, right? So, uh, you can fucking leave a lasting impression. But also, you don't need to leave a global impression to be important, you know? Or you don't have to be some kind of fucking rich, famous fucking celebrity to be important. I always say this, and I can't say this enough, it's like, you are that important to real-life fucking people, you know, you don't have to have millions of fucking fans, you only need a couple, if, you know, it's just like, there's people in your, I guarantee there's people in your, your, your circle of friends, family, fucking whatever, that would, um, 
as much as they're happy to see some fucking famous celebrity, whether it be an actor, a musician, a fucking artist of some sort, or whatever the fuck, uh, their favorite person on the television, they're a fuck of a lot more concerned whether they want to tell you or not or show you or not of whether or not you show up, you know? And I'll tell you right now, it's like you don't always get the reception you deserve when you show up and like everyone's just so fucking delighted to see you. Uh, that doesn't always happen, but I guarantee that um, the opposite is also fucking true. The one day you don't show up, you, people are going to be absolutely fucking heartbroken and you'll be fucking dead. But you can uh, just be like, yeah, yeah, you should have appreciated me while you were alive, you fucks. And you, you know what I mean? That even even to a dead corpse, you know, that bitterness can just uh, stay with you <laughs> and comfort you. No, I mean that you got to look at the opposite of that. Did do more of a don't worry as much about being appreciated or uh, not being able to see the appreciation that is really there. Um, but just take more time to appreciate people around you. I don't know. It's it's easy to fucking say. Believe me, it's really, really fucking easy to say. Words are wind, you know. As a, that's a quote from uh, Game of Thrones. I mean, other than the last fucking season or two of absolute fucking horse shit. Um, actually, I'd rather watch like a documentary on horse shit, like the fucking excrement of a fucking animal, than uh, the last two seasons of that fucking show. But um, there was so much fucking wisdom packed into there. There's so much social commentary. Like just, um, even though it's medieval times and even though it's in a fucking fantasy world, you know, just how politics work, just how religion works, just how, uh, um, I don't know, it's just, it's just very well written, very well, uh, well made show all around. You know, it's like, it's like the fucking uh, HBO television show version of this podcast. Like, it's just such a fucking cut above that you're like, holy fucking shit. Even if I don't like what this guy is saying, he's such a phenomenal, phenomenal fucking mind. Um, that I, I just, I can't even stop listening to this shit. It's amazing. It's phenomenal. But I'm going to fucking blow it in the last couple seasons. Because I'm going to keep doing this till, like... I'm already lacking, extremely lacking coherency most of the fucking time. By the time I get to the end of this fucking show that is my life and this life is my show and, and vice versa, it's going to be such a fucking mess and that's all right. That's okay. I will leave the mess, I will leave the chaos, um, as, I, as I've described before, what, um, like the OCD and all, all these different things is trying to find order and chaos, trying to see, trying to either see order and chaos or create order and chaos is, 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 is a very beautiful fucking thing. And it's, it's a, um, what am I looking for? What's the word? It's a righteous fucking uh, endeavor. Just because things don't always make sense doesn't mean there's not sense there. You know, you get, you gotta, you gotta just see things in reverse. It sounds clever. Or, uh, I don't know if saying things in reverse sounds as clever, or it sounds clever to say things in reverse, but see, see, see that? <laughs> There's so much of that going on. Holy fuck. I can't stand that shit. That's the shit I cannot stand, where you're just like, yeah, just restatement, but like not adding anything, just trying to sound profound. Holy fuck. Anyway. <laughs> fuck, or laughing at your own antics. That's another one I enjoy, personally. I don't give a fuck. I, you know, I, 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 uh, I believe in appreciation, and that's like I got six or seven fucking voices going at once. 
it's not exactly, it's kind of rude if I don't fucking acknowledge them, you know? And sometimes they're saying funny stuff. I don't know if you guys can always hear it. Sometimes they're saying horrible shit. Sometimes I just, throughout the day, I'll just start fucking screaming in fucking absolute terror. Um, you know, that happens when you're sleeping too, but like, like throughout the day, when I'm only semi-conscious, I'll just start fucking wailing I, 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 uncontrollably. I don't even know what I'm fucking doing. It's involuntary. I'm just responding to a horror show inside my head. You know, it's not always fucking. They're all just started cackling fucking maniacally. Um, you know what? It's uh, it's a lot more fun to live uh, outside the laws of uh, you know what's what's acceptable or what's uh, you know what's insane or sane. Like who the fuck is is to decide that? You know. That's not rhetorical. I mean, I actually need to know the, the parameters. Like, how? It's like when I talk to a fucking doctor. It's like, well, how much do I want to admit? I, I can't stand when they fucking they 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 always seem to diagnose me with the PTSD, and it's just like, what the fuck did I tell you? Because I don't remember. It's like I'm here about memory loss, <laughs> to be honest. And they're always diagnosing me with these other things, and I'm like, I don't know what I've admitted to, and now I'm scared. Uh, also suffer from paranoia irrational paranoia and it's like uh, they asked me too or like are you uh, paranoid of irrational things and it's like now if I knew that they were irrational wouldn't that make me rational are you trying to fuck with me because uh, I'll play this fucking game all day like you get paid a lot more per hour than I do uh, and I have all the time in the world I'm just joking uh, that's when they kind of like uh, when I say uh, yeah I have all the time in the world. That's when they bring up the medical chart. It's like uh, about that money. <laughs> that's a good segue. A lot of doctors have dark sense of humor. That would be perfect if they. Uh... <laughs> that leads me to my next point. <laughs> Don't have that much time here, bud. Uh, anyway, it's like one of my, one of my classic jokes from when I was a kid. I had thousands of them, but I just, I just kind of let them uh, sit in my long-term memory. Anyway, one of them is this guy goes to the doctor and he's like, uh, doctor's like, buddy, got some bad news, pal. So sit down. Um, and then he's like, uh, you're going to die in five. And the guy's like, what, what, five, five, what, five years, five hours, five days, five weeks, five what? And then he's like, four, three, two. So I never finished that joke. So you don't know what happened there, but it's just, uh, <laughs> I don't know. You, you, you get the fucking point. It's a, it's, it's a funny one. Anyway, enough of this shit. Actually, one more, one more. This, this one's uh, an HVAC joke, and I haven't officially lost my license forever until next month, so I'm going to use this one last one before I'm taken out, taken out the game. Um, this guy tells his wife, he's like, Honey, going out to the bar. Got a fun night tonight. Grab your coat. She's like, oh my God, you're going to take me with you tonight? Oh my God, we're going to the bar? <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. So the lady doesn't go out much, just in case you didn't know. It's important to the joke. And he's like, what? What are you, fucking nuts? I'm going to the bar. I'm turning the fucking furnace off. See? See the turn there? It's an asshole. That's what's funny about that. That's a furnace joke, okay? So, uh, there you go. You guys take that joke. I can't use it. Take this joke for me. I can't use it anymore. So, uh... Wait, who originally made that song? I always think of it as a Guns N' Roses song, but isn't that a cover? Knock, 
knocking on Heaven's door. Or I'm getting mixed up because I associate that song also with uh, Live and Let Die. Um, which obviously originally was a Beatles song. See, I, I grew up on Guns N' Roses and uh, absolutely fucking love them. It's one of my favorite fucking bands. I mean, I think a lot of people love that shit, but uh, I don't know. It's just... I loved it more, so fuck you. I went. No, I mean, I love the Beatles as well, but uh, they're a real uh, hit and miss type of band. A lot of it was just fucking corny ass fucking drivel. A lot of it was uh, absolutely wonderful stuff, but I mean, who the fuck am I to judge? Have you ever listened to any of the songs that I made? I know what you're thinking. Oh, did you make songs? There's a reason you never heard them. They're fucking atrocious. But uh, anyway, I'm more of a shit talker. But. Um, not, actually, the thing is, is whether or not I'm a good singer, it's not even the point. I don't think I am. But I'm too afraid to actually sing. Um, that sounds like someone who's like, you know, like one of the, like actually a good singer who's like shy. And it's like, no, no, I'm a bad singer and I'm shy. But these are two separate fucking things. So when I do get drunk enough and, and, and feel the fucking like whatever I'm going to sing in front of people, what I do is I do an impression of whoever the fuck I'm singing like, you know what I mean? I love doing, like, a Billy Corgan, Axl Rose, like, someone with, like, it's fun to make fun of their fucking voice. You know, like, Steven Tyler or something. They have to have, like, a signature fucking voice. I mean, I love those guys, but, like, I, I'll just do a comical version of that. Um, that way, if someone doesn't like it, I'll say, well, I was just fucking around. I was just trying to be entertaining. And, uh, go fuck yourself. Say that, too. Uh, but anyway, uh... Yeah, I I do uh, enjoy some karaoke because I like that it's a usually it's often a blend of like the worst singing ever, guys like me just torturing everybody, or uh, every once in a while someone will go up there and just fucking kill it. They're just fucking absolutely amazing, and I always dream to be one of those people just knocking everyone's socks off, but it never, I never really got there. <laughs> Also, I'm terrified of doing anything in front of, like, an audience. I don't know how the fuck. I, I don't know why that is. It doesn't make any sense. Why the fuck would you, uh... I don't know. It's such a stupid thing to be uh, afraid of. So, you know, I've got, like, thousands and thousands of people that could listen to my show. See, I, thought, <laughs> I was going to say, that do. That could. You know, maybe one day will. <laughs> no, I, um... Like I say, guys, uh... I like to keep things fucking nice and humble here. I got my fucking, you know, 10 listeners or whatever. I think I got a possible 100, give or take. But I got like maybe 10 diehard fucking fans that I know every single one very, very fucking closely. You know, it's like who the fuck knows every single one of their fans? Yeah, it's, you know, that's, uh, I got quality over quantity. So, I mean, uh, that, 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 it means way the fuck more. Like I always say, people say they appreciate their fucking fans. They don't. Not, not like I do anyway. So that makes me a better person. It makes every other fucking uh, performer that has any more fans than I do. And believe me, there's people with less. <laughs> Nothing's funnier than the people with... I mean, I, I, I poke fun at myself all the time for the same reason. But the people who have like fucking three YouTube viewers and they just keep addressing all their fans and it's just like... But they don't, they're not, they're like completely oblivious. <laughs> just like how little people are paying attention. But you know what? That's the way to do it. You know, who gives a fuck? Just go for it. 
fake it till you make it. Or if you don't make it, you realize that faking it was just as good. We all live in a fucking world of illusions. So, I mean, fuck it. Fuck it. Now, I feel like I have a certain reputation to live up to at all times. And I feel like I have to uphold that. I like the accountability. Um, I need it. You know, because I feel like if I don't, if I don't do a certain, live up to a certain fucking thing, expectations of myself, but also expectations of others, then I kind of uh, let everybody down, including myself. And so, uh, you know, I, I enjoy the accountability. I don't know what are you gonna do. You know, we're always gonna fall short. You, you gotta just uh, you, as long as you, as long as you try hard. I don't want to just fucking pedal out a bunch of fucking um, cliches and fucking you know slogans and shit, but yeah, as long as you try your best, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, those are some words to fucking live by, and again, let the throw back to the whole fucking participation trophy shit, it's just like, I love that, you got the, first of all, the fucking people that are handing out the trophies, fucking judging the people who got them, like, here's a trophy, you fucking piece of shit, you think that everything just gets handed to you because we handed it to you, it's like, no, 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 I think you're giving me a plastic, useless piece of shit, Instead of like a fucking pain, a living wage or a fucking house or a fucking ability to have even any quality of life. You just used it all up and now you give me a hunk of plastic and tell me I'm a piece of shit. You're fucked. You know, that's uh, that's that's just some fucking bitterness I, I, I hold because I, I, I endure this shit every single fucking day. But I look at people who fucking grew up with silver spoons up their fucking asses, not with envy, but just like, what a fucking waste. Like a person that owns more than you'll ever have in your entire life and you're just looking, listening to this person complain, you're just like, like, don't get me wrong, I love complaining. Absolutely I do. But like, and I have more than I could ever fucking imagine. I feel guilty for everything I fucking have. And I have to remind myself constantly, I do, to appreciate shit even more. But you know, you, you just look at people that take things for granted, it's like, oh, for fuck's sakes, you know? You can't envy people like that. You can't begrudge them. They're fucking shit. And they just remind you every day, like, look at the fucking richest people you've ever fucking seen. These guys are not fucking happy. They are not satisfied. They haven't stopped. Um, it's, well, I mean, there's happiness that can be found within uh, material possessions or, or monetary uh, goals and all that. But it's um, temporary. That's the point. It's temporary. Um, like I was saying, I love to tell people who have, like, lots of nice stuff or lots of nice stuff. Now, I'll do this anyway. I will tell people, holy I will do this anyway, regardless of who the person is, rich, poor, fucking, better, worse, fucking, um, whatever you want to put it. Um, what I do is I, I just want to say something nice to people. So I always find something nice about, uh, someone like, you know, like something about them, something about their house, something about their property. If they have a pet, if they have like well-behaved kids, I always point that out like, oh my God, your kids are more well-behaved than most because I think that's one of the most wonderful things you can ever fucking see. And vice versa when uh, the opposite is true where it's like, oh my God, you kids are fucking monsters. What the fuck happened here? Um, I want to get as much judgment done before I have my own fucking kids. And they're absolute fucking disasters. Nah, then I'm going to double down and judge even harder. Um, regardless, I might not have as much time or energy to do so. So fuck, that's a goddamn shame. Oh, anyway, um, I, I like to give people compliments for, for a couple of reasons. One, I want people to feel good about themselves and what they have. But a lot of people, especially people that are way uh, wealthier and have way more things than I do, I know that they don't appreciate them as much as like 
as someone who has way less. So I try to give him a perspective like that. Now, to be honest, I think it's like I, I, I feel the most grateful for knowing that I could lose every single thing I've ever had. And I have many times as far as material possessions, I've just wiped the slate clean and just walked away with nothing. And um, that's the greatest gift you can ever have. But now I can't see value in things anymore. Like it's, I don't see it the same way as other people. I have a completely different view. Um, so anyway, I value that more than the materials. I'll go on and on and on. But anyway, so I like to try to concise, give someone a nice quick fucking compliment and get the fuck out so I don't spend fucking four hours just fucking rambling or being rambled upon. Because um, it works both ways. But the other, there's there's a more sinister, um, like, reading between the lines, like, uh, under the surface thing that I'm doing, especially if someone's a fucking dickhead, I'm reminding them that I like things, or, or poor, I, I represent much poorer fucking people, have a much better ability to be happy than you do, so fuck you, fuck all your stuff, um, and fuck all your money, so that there's that. And that would make me a piece of shit if I were doing that. Um, <laughs> but that's just another way to look at it. No, I genuinely, especially when people take really good care of their stuff, as much as I don't value things or, or, or take care of them as well as I should, um, I, I like to point that out to people. It's not it's not the, the material things. It's it's the effort that they put forth. You know, I, I, I want them to know that it's not going unnoticed because so much of that goes unappreciated. It's just like, oh, no, you take really good care of this, like whatever the fuck it is, whether it's your animal, whether it's your kids, whether it's your house, your property, your car. It's like, wow, you do a really good job at this. I love that's my favorite thing to compliment people on is uh, something that they really you can tell they really try at that. Um, so there you go. I don't know. I, I like giving people compliments because it makes me feel better. Because if I'm an asshole and I can't fucking overcome my anger, frustration, or fucking bitterness enough to even just fucking talk to someone for a minute, then uh, I feel like a part of me has fucking died. And that's, uh, you know, that, that really fucks me up. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening to me. I really appreciate it. Also, I feel like I'm old because people listen to me, so I feel like I have to listen to people. Uh, you know, you got to pay it forward sort of thing. Um, you know, the karmic retribution and all that. All right, be well. I love you all.